Today we're gonna have a bit of a girly chat and talk about intersectionality. The worst things about being a girl. What I don't want to talk about is because this topic is so sensitive for everybody. She could not make a public address. Why? Because she's a woman. I just have some things I really need to address. I'm gonna keep saying loud and clearly that I am a feminist. I am a devout feminist. I don't hate men. I love men. Young girls and women around the world. They don't have power over your life unless you give them that power. I think it's time for women to actually have a voice. Hi, this is Girl Talk. Hi. And we're back for our next episode of this term. <laughs> yeah, uh, which is all about uh, empowerment and role models, which I think uh, is always super important. And it's a big part of what makes us us. And we have a super special guest today. Our first, uh, more or less, like professional guest, <laughs> like out from the... Our first celebrity, yeah, guys. <laughs> yeah, we'll be a... That's a very good statement I think <laughs> so yeah so we have Ellie Hi. here Ellie Dixon mm. yep and she is a uh, professional singer you know she's working in the music industry uh, alongside her maths degree yeah. So uh, we're going to be really interested in hearing all about your uh, music career and uh, perhaps like you're going to be a role model for people one day <gasps> or even nice. now. I think like a lot of starting artists are like on role model material. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 So we'll talk a little bit about like what inspires you and uh, we're going to play some of your music at the end. So uh, don't turn this off or... Yeah. Or else. <laughs> or else. <laughs> or else there'll be no more girl talk. <laughs> okay. So, uh, well, in terms of role models, what kind of role models did you guys have growing up? I mean, I don't know. I think uh, everyone growing up, especially like in early teenage years, they all have those uh, favorite celebrities that like they become their role models, they become their idols. And they tend to look up to them. And I think, yeah, as a as a child or a preteen, I was, I mean, I had a few of those. Um, sadly, though, I, re I don't remember particularly having, like, female ones. Despite of all, I was always quite open-minded and always, like, very feminist-oriented. I don't remember, like, because, for example, I remember I was obsessed with uh, Chris Colfer, mm -hmm. the actor from Glee. <laughs> and oh, I was no. like, no, but the thing is, like, it was such an inspiring person because he was, like, the youngest of the cast and he was also, like, uh, an activist, a writer. So I was like, oh, my God. So you can be a celebrity, but you, at the same time, you can inspire people and just, like, do all these things. So I thought it was amazing. Um, I think that, like, he was my biggest, like, celebrity, not just a crush, because I thought he was, like, super good-looking, <laughs> but also, like, a proper, like, role model. But as um as a female one, I don't think I've ever had, like, a specifically celebrity one, uh, but I remember from quite an early age, um, since my family is very artistic, what we say, mm -hmm. like, oh, my mother is an historian of art, so I've always been exposed to art, and I remember... When I was little, I think it was either seven or eight, my mother bought me a Frida Kahlo book. Mm -hmm. And I know it's a pretty basic thing to see because, like, every feminist will always mention Frida Kahlo. Yeah, and although I think it's become more of, like, a um, popular thing Yeah, now. she's more, like, of yeah. a pop icon, especially, yeah, like, yeah. a face and her identity and her image. But I remember reading that book with her life story. At, like It was, like, obviously, like, illustrated and it was made a little bit more, like, easy for children. But I was so inspired, and I think I've always I've always had her in the back of my mind as this uh, I wouldn't say not like role model, and but more like ideal of what a woman should be and how a woman should react and act and how she should speak up or always be truth to uh, to her own self. Mm -hmm. And I think this I didn't realize how much it affected me until like. I think last win this winter I went to the Victorian Albert exhibition mm -hmm. like with the Frida Kahlo's um uh Frida Kahlo's works 
and there was this painting it was like a self-portrait and I remember staring at her face for like a, quite a while and it was as, as if she was talking to me it sounds weird it was like as if she was like looking at me and demanding me and asking me to be more to to do more as a woman more as a person and I I realized how much of an impact she has had in my life since childhood. Mm-hmm. So she was, I mean, she doesn't count as a celebrity or, but I think she has always been a model of behavior and personality. So pretty yeah. strong one. Mm-hmm. What about you guys? Who are the role models of your childhood? <laughs> I can't pinpoint like any celebrities or anything that I felt particularly passionate about growing up. But I did love my mum a lot. That's Aww. amazing. We never value the women in our life enough. No, yeah. no. I think Susan Smithies is a great lady. <laughs> oh, we love her. Yeah, I, I'm the same. Like, I think growing up, I, I wasn't really massively kind of captured by celebrity culture. Like, I always knew about it. And, like, you know, you'd read about the drama and you're like, oh, no, he didn't. <laughs> but, like, there was no, like... There weren't many celebrities that I actually kind of idolized because I've always felt like that kind of disconnect because that you don't you don't know them you don't really know mm-hmm. that much about them. But again, like the actual people that are close to you, like my mum, who is like just an inspiration all the time. Like those are the people that make the difference, and like especially in your family where you, you're yeah. growing up, and like they see you at your worst, <laughs> they see you like mid-puberty when you have no idea what's going on and there's just spots all over your face and braces on and they'll still like like big you up and like I think that's the most important yeah I completely agree yeah yeah Wiki did you have any celebrity I don't think I've actually had not really any like role models but I remember like there was a period of time that was really, I really liked Jackie Chan. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, time, I thought, Is he going to be the next like feminist icon? <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like my dad looks exactly the same like Jackie Chan. <laughs> <laughs> Every time when my dad is like on a business trip to somewhere else, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to watch Jackie Chan films too. <laughs> so sweet. <laughs> yeah, to feel better. But yeah, not actually a role model. Yeah, I think, like, me personally, when I was growing up, I can't exactly say, like, the specific people who are my role models, but I definitely had, like, not an obsession with celebrity culture, but it was definitely something, like, on your mind. And Mm. obviously, like, looking back now at the celebrities that can be role models today and the ones that were considered role models in, like, mid-2000s, it's like there is just such a massive shift that I I wish I had uh, that like this what children mm-hmm. and teenagers have today, mm-hmm. because I think like in the like in the period of my kind of childhood and early kind of adolescence, there were no super positive role models that yeah. were really out yeah. there. It's always like everything was all about their appearance and how skinny yeah. they were and how popular they were in this kind of yeah it was just you know it was all this like Britney Spears uh Paris Hilton fake big boobs culture Mm. Uh, but also I felt like as well there was just a lot less emphasis on personality Mm. yeah I feel like that's such a bigger thing now is that like character comes a lot more into it than it yeah character and also there are so many celebrity slash activists today Mm. which I don't think were like it wasn't really such a popular thing. Yeah. I, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I do not remember celebrities being like so kind of yeah, out no, they would about like their activists. Give side. some money to a charity and say, Oh look how good I am but that that was like so superficial. Yeah. Well if yeah. you think about it, like even someone like Ariana Grande, she mm-hmm. he's like idolized by the early teenagers and yeah, she has all those aspects about like uh, external like appearance and like she obviously has to appeal that kind of audience but at the same time she also has a lot of personality that comes through she speaks up for like uh, women's rights mm-hmm. and of course like you can see that there is a ship like she could easily be just a simple like celebrity that does her singing and uh, looks good mm-hmm. on camera and that's it 
but actually she does a little bit more and and it's so important that like especially like children and teenagers see that that like you can have a personality you can speak up and then you can have things to say and behave in a certain way that mm-hmm. like is true to yourself yeah but also like it just makes you realize like as a young person that it's not just about being famous mm-hmm. and it's the fact that you can be a well-rounded and mm-hmm. successful human being without this kind of fame aspect and without yeah. necessarily the talent aspect in the sense of like you know you don't have to be a famous singer or a famous actor to be to have an impact in this yeah, world and yeah. to be just to stay true to yourself and to do things that actually matter you don't have to yeah. be that you can be anything else and you don't have to look a certain way you don't have to dress a certain way and you don't have to come from a certain kind of class background mm-hmm. yeah which is something like i feel really disappointed with the kind of 2000s era yeah because that's something i wasn't really given mm-hmm. really thought that like once you get the money and you're famous and important life has got to be easy yeah. and beautiful and it's just yeah I mean, i mean i had no idea that like activism was a thing in the 2000s <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i think it's like pe- you see like i think just from from where like society is now as well that's kind of played a massive part of it in that like activisms there's a lot more pressure to actually do good stuff now mm-hmm. and like in a way it's kind of it's a bit cynical but a lot of celebrities like now activism in a way do, does like help push the publicity yeah. so yeah. like there's lots of celebrities that do do it for good reasons mm-hmm. but i think even the celebrities that wouldn't do it otherwise there's that pressure now to be a good person so even the people who don't really want to help kind of do have to help to look mm-hmm. good so like i think we're slowly pushing everyone in the right direction yeah even the ones that are a little bit reluctant to yeah, go yeah yeah <laughs> even the ones that are kind of doing it for the wrong reasons yeah. at least they're doing it you yeah. know like yeah. i think that's yeah but i think Yeah, there's just been a massive change. But also like for me personally because I was I wasn't necessarily idolizing like specific celebrities, but I never thought of like the real people around me that could actually give me like empower me and mm. act as role models. Whereas like I look back now and there are so many there were so many and still are so many powerful yeah. uh and strong and Mm-hmm. really inspiring women and well and men as well but i mean as a woman in this society it's kind of always you know you kind of want to identify to with someone who whoever you know you can identify with and obviously you know for me as a cisgendered woman it's it's women yeah <laughs> yeah and things like you know as you guys said like your moms are super inspirational like now for me my mom is like definitely mm-hmm. a role model and she yeah being like she's a and legend you don't even realize how important it is to make them notice this because during the holidays i told this to my mom that like i was like i really look forward like i really look up to you and i really admire what you did in your life and your professionality your like being a professional person but also like a good human being and so well educated and she was like mesmerized by it. she she was like genuinely moved because i mean i think in some way we give it for granted yeah. and or like we i didn't notice it for throughout my like childhood and adolescence like i i was in my face like i hate my mom yeah. but like now i'm at uni and think oh my god my mom is such an incredible person <laughs> she did so many things in her life yeah. and of course like i don't i don't get to the level like idealizing her i mean she yeah. still has her flaws and maybe i respect her more because i see her as a person more than just my mom and mm-hmm. it's so important to let them know and because i mean yeah it's a little bit for bragging i feel i think they think they feel happy about it but i guess it's also because they they like the fact that their their efforts have been rewarded mm-hmm. and they've yeah. been noticed and appreciated yeah. So. yeah you forget how much like you do need to say stuff because mm-hmm. there's things that you think about people that actually they would never know unless you say yeah. even though you think it's like an obvious thing like it's so important to actually tell mm-hmm. the people that empower you that they do empower you it makes yeah. sense yeah also because like you create this possible circle of mm-hmm. empowering each other mm-hmm. and helping and supporting each other which is something especially like the female community needs mm-hmm. more this mm-hmm. feminist community needs and feeds from like this support this reciprocated uh, support yeah. that we provide each other 
and yeah. he really he really is beautiful if you think about <laughs> it we could yeah. live in such a happy society <laughs> where women believe in each other and just love each other yeah mm -hmm. but the thing is like about these women who are empowering like our mothers for example i mean they've gone through like so much shit to actually yeah. get to <laughs> yeah where they are and i mean that is probably what is most empowering about it mm -hmm. that they you know managed to get through all these obstacles <laughs> the struggle yeah, yeah the struggle yeah. yeah they had to go through this this struggle and you know it must be it must have been like super hard for them so mm -hmm. to kind of acknowledge that and say that like you're just so awesome yeah. in having done this like that must be really nice yeah <laughs> i mean it's what we kind of want i mean i don't aspire to be like a role model but i aspire to do something that makes other people i don't know i i, I don't want to say empowered again but i want to make other people feel as good as they make me feel so yeah. i think it's i mean when when our efforts are acknowledged and uh, appreciating this way I think it does feel amazing yeah for sure but I think like even acknowledging other people's mm -hmm. success or acknowledging yeah. just other people in general like that's also I mean first of all obviously it's very empowering but that's mm. like role model yeah material in the sense like you know if we all empower each other and we're all like loving the way other people empower us and then it wants us to kind of give back mm -hmm. to the community and yeah. empower other people in showing mm -hmm. how awesome they are and it's, I find as well, like, sometimes it's quite easy to, like, forget that actually by bigging people up, you're not putting yourself at a disadvantage. Mm -hmm. I think that's such, like, a huge problem now that lots of people kind of, including myself, like, have to overcome mm -hmm. is that, like, yeah, by, by encouraging other people, you're not hindering yourself. And, yeah. like, mm -hmm. a lot of times I think... I find that I'll just think like, oh, but if like they do well and I don't, what mm -hmm. does that mean? Like, it's got nothing to do with you. Like, just help. No, it makes sense. Yeah. There's yeah. like this fine line between like you recognizing that a person is so successful, successful and so good, especially like with people your own age. Yeah, exactly. Like you think like, oh my gosh, she's doing so many things. I don't know. I could never do that. Yeah. But at the same time, like. The fact that they're successful doesn't take anything away from you. Exactly, they're just a and different person. I mean, it's inspirational. You, I mean, it can create a connection and a contact, and it's just like, yeah. And even if I like, I don't say like imitate, but like take inspiration and take like, I don't know, um, see it as something that as a goal that you can achieve as well. Yeah, but also I think like the problem is that like the society we live in it encourages competition Absolutely. so badly mm. and even more so between women for various reasons yeah. which just you know it just puts us against each other so much more yeah. so, so so they they can rise yes <laughs> exactly <laughs> because while we're so obsessed with like being better than the other girl oh, you have all these guys really, yeah. yeah you have all yeah. these guys like rising above us by doing you know the job or like the whatever we want to do absolutely yeah and like that needs to stop because yeah. we're just bringing ourselves down that way. Stop being insecure. Yeah, yeah stop bringing insecure, other girls but, down. But, like, but it's like fine to be yeah. insecure, but, like, but not, yeah. not let other people's yeah. success, like, Yeah, find assurance yeah. in other people's yeah. successes at the same time. Like, if she can make it, you can make it as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. If, you are, if you, like, work just as hard and you, you like, you know you have the, uh, the qualities to do that. Yeah, and obviously, like, personal achievements are really important. But I think at this point, especially in, well, in most industries, but especially industries that are very male dominated, mm -hmm. like every woman getting through and kind of succeeding yeah. in the industry, like that's a they plus know, for you exactly. because yeah. it, it will open doors for you, yeah. mm -hmm. which is, yeah. yeah, important. You know, I was thinking because I was reading about the, um, the Oscar nominations the other day and this year... Once again, we got no female directors, yeah. no female like directed films that got nominated. Well, last year we had Greta Gerwig's, mm -hmm. and I was a bit skeptical last year because I um I personally like from a critical point of view, I personally thought that the film was not like Oscar nomination material. Really? But at the moment, yeah, I didn't controversial. Think... I mean, it's a, I mean, I still stand my point, but. I, I was still celebrating and I was still happy that we had a woman in we had a yeah. woman in that environment represented and that her film got so far and this year there were so many other films that could have got that, that far as well and 
I don't know, I don't want to make steps uh, backwards and I feel it's so complicated because like there's still this idea of competition and yet while we're all struggling the men are still succeeding yeah. and it's just like, I don't know because I think like last year the film was nominated as well because Greta Gerwig was a, fa a famous person per se. Hmm. Like she was already an icon and famous in the, in the business. Well, this year there wasn't no one that was quite comparable. But at the same time, like so many men, they're not even that famous in the business. They got nominated hmm. anyway. So you can see like these double standards. They're so annoying. Oh, yeah. And yeah, um, I, think I mean, difficult because like I think most of the kind of reasons that that happens mm -hmm. and like it, especially in creative industries where like everything is very dynamic and there's no like you're not rising through the ranks it's just yeah. lots of people going out there and pushing what they've got mm -hmm. most of the like real problems now are all the very like underlying mm -hmm. like the the kind of just social undercurrent mm -hmm. so it's mm -hmm. really hard to point anything out because it's not it's not any any particular individual actions from people because mm -hmm. like nowadays in general like actual active like penalizing of women is, is isn't is frowned upon and you would get in trouble for it mm -hmm. but it's the very like subtle things that yeah, make it harder yeah. and that's why it's hard to remedy because like there's no you can't just point at something and be like oh that's that's the reason we fit we'll just fix that it's fine mm -hmm. it's like the little constant just just getting at things and yeah exactly. yeah yeah it's it's the same as like you know there are so many laws that are put into place against things like sexual harassment in the workplace mm. but that doesn't mean it actually stops it from happening yeah. yeah. So it's like it, you know, it's not enough just saying that, like, oh, you know, we can easily point out what's wrong. Like, yeah. it's not that easy. It's, it's yeah. attitudes. It's yeah. not yeah. the actions. And at the same yeah. time, like using the same example from the Oscars, if suddenly they gave us like one random like female-led film nomination, just because like it's just to make you happy and just to say and make you quiet. That's not the point. You should consider like female directors and uh, female-led films, just as you consider like male uh, male ones and you should like you shouldn't have the same stigma around uh, about it and you, i mean there shouldn't be the stigma around it yeah. anyway but also i mean it's you know it's not just the kind of people within the academy who decided not to nominate a female directed film mm -hmm. it goes like deeper into the actual industry mm -hmm. which is still yeah. like there's not enough women working behind the camera yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. and like it's so if there's very very end like from like when choosing the scripts or yeah. choosing the directors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It starts from there. Like if there if there aren't enough films, you know, if mm -hmm. it's not fifty fifty mm -hmm. or at least like close enough to fifty fifty yeah. male to female kind of ratio of behind the camera work, as much as it can be, if there's not enough of that, like how can we expect there to be yeah. Yeah. enough like female exactly. nominations within but then the I, Oscars. I, like I think you can trace it back even further in that like yes it's it's in the industry that you don't have enough women but then also going further back why aren't there women in the industry and mm -hmm. I think it's so rooted in how mm -hmm. we're brought, brought up mm -hmm. because like in music as well you see it's like it is massively male dominated mm -hmm. in like in solo acts or bands that I see I do not see that many females like mm -hmm. singer songwriters more but like in bands and like and, and acts that are more energetic and putting mm -hmm. yourself out there, really minimal women in those roles. And that comes from, like, being, growing up, feeling like you can't put yourself out there. As a woman, you're told to kind of watch how you present yourself and, and, and be very prim and proper and not be... Mm -hmm not go out like don't go out late at night don't don't dress ridiculously don't draw attention to yourself because that puts you in a place of vulnerability and, yeah. and danger so like i think growing up and, and again it's when even when you're even smaller than that like boys messing around in the playground it's okay but girls messing around like you know don't get mud on your tights like look mm -hmm. look nice smile and like it's it's those tiny little things that then stop girls doing the things that they would otherwise be comfortable doing in putting yourself out there. Like, I just noticed from, like, 
the artists that I see performing, the male acts that get up on stage are so much more confident and so much more able to perform mm -hmm. because it's what mm -hmm. they've been brought up to be okay with doing. Mm -hmm. And I think in the film industry you can have exactly the same thing where yeah, it's, it's women having to go out there and push their creative ideas and, and be different and, and that's something that you're not socialised to want to do. Mm -hmm. And so, like, it's... And that problem can't be remedied by saying right at the end of everything, like, oh, we want an extra Oscar for a female director. Yeah. That's really not... You're, you're tackling at it from the wrong end. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You want to start bringing up girls with the right atmosphere. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just kind of talking more about, like, the music industry, I find yeah. it really, well, fascinating, I guess, that when you have, like, bands and stuff, there's usually only one place for a woman mm -hmm. in a band, and yeah. that's as, yeah. like, the lead singer. Mm. What do you think of that? And have you encountered, like... I think it is very, like... I've, I've, most of the bands I've seen, female musicians are quite uncommon. Um, which is interesting because I've, women playing music isn't uncommon. And, mm -hmm. and, like, loads of sort of the orchestras at school and stuff was, was pretty, like, comfortably mixed gender-wise. But I think a lot of the types of instruments that you get in bands aren't very female oriented when mm -hmm. we're younger when we're growing up like if a girl wants to play an instrument in general you wouldn't be like oh give her the drums yeah no one's ever like how many female drummers do we know i like, really wanted to learn the drums when i was growing up i was yeah. not allowed yeah. <laughs> was it was, because of the noise yeah I, maybe it was because yeah, of the societal constraints oh, but yeah. probably because of the noise yeah 50 50 you know but yeah like i think Part of it is, the, yeah, the types of instruments, like, yeah, girls playing drums and electric guitar and things, like, aren't, aren't as common. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, obviously, that will be improving and that will be getting better. Mm -hmm. um, but that has a big thing. Like, I think that will have a big impact on it. But mm -hmm. as, as singing, that's still quite, like, female-oriented. Like, that's, that's a very accepted thing. Yeah. But then do. I think, like, when women are in male bands so like as the lead singer that just puts like you know they have to be they're the person that people are going to be looking at yeah yeah, yeah. kind of objective yeah the mascot in a way yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so again like they there's only certain things that they can't do they can't be like it's not the same like vibe as you get in a full male band yeah. like there is something that is you know the energy is a yeah. bit different yeah, that's why I feel like with being being female in a lot of creative and performance roles, it's very all or nothing. Mm -hmm. You're either completely discounted or you are the focus of everything and you are, like, the object and, and the thing that is, like, constantly looked at and assessed. Mm -hmm. um, like, there isn't that middle ground where if you had a female drummer, oh, it's just a female drummer, that's fine. Like, mm -hmm. that's just a thing. Like, any drummer in any band isn't massively penalised. Mm -hmm. I think as soon as it's a female, there's this attention put on mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Just because it's mm, out of the norm. Do you think you feel more, like, stressed or, I don't know, more judged respecting to, like, other, like, male artists in the same field? It's really hard to say because you don't know other people's experiences. Mm -hmm. So, like, all I know is what I've had. But I think I've been fairly fortunate in that I don't feel like I've had a massive amount of discrimination mm -hmm. um, in the industry as of yet. I mean, like yeah. I have yet to kind of get get big, I guess, or, yeah. or integrate in, more into the industry. Um, but I, I don't I don't notice it actively from other people. But I do notice it in myself in how how I feel on stage and and how I how I've quite sort of as like a very like intuitive feeling mm -hmm. putting myself out there is still a challenge and um, I've always kind of struggled with that performance aspect and and letting it go and being okay with people just mm -hmm. kind of watching you and and you performing um, and only recently did I kind of twig that actually it might it might have something to do with being female like mm -hmm. I I'm used to not liking attention because it's not in a lot of scenarios, it's not a good thing. You want to avoid being stared at because mm -hmm. that's not a nice thing and that, that's kind of got negative connotations. You've got pressures when you're paying attention. Like, everyone gets 
dress. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it and it's yeah, if someone's staring at you in a bar, you don't wave at them. Like you're like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, you're like, okay, you talk to me, you just pretend they're not there. Like, you know, it's it's yeah. it's something to get used to and, and you put yourself in a different mindset. But I mm-hmm. think in a way, like, I do feel a little bit disadvantaged in that that's still my instinctive feeling. Mm-hmm. Are you on, like, social media as an artist? Yes, yeah, yeah. Twitter, uh, Facebook, yes. everything. Okay. Because yeah. uh, I was going to ask, like, do you... I don't know, like, how involved are you with the social media? And do you get any, like, negative responses? I'm very lucky in that I haven't really. Um, I'm probably most active on YouTube. That's where I get mm-hmm. the most feedback from people. Mm-hmm. Um, and in general, it is actually mostly, like, content-based, which I'm so happy about. Like, I've never had any... Generally haven't had any weird comments. Mm-hmm. I've, I've always, like, everyone gets weird messages. Yeah. They're like, I love you. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fine. <laughs> Please don't talk to me. But, like, in general, it's just this music's actually really good, or you're a really good singer. It's, it's, and, and like, like, you get the odd comment with, like, oh, you're so beautiful. But, like, <laughs> but I think people, like... So yeah, oh, it is. But I think you, like, I think anyone gets that. Like, yeah. male or female, yeah. you do get people who will comment on how you yeah. look at yeah. videos. But, but in, I think it's general, always yeah. better in getting, like, a positive remark yeah. than being told, like, oh, yes, I'm ugly. Well, yeah, exactly, yeah. I, I have yet to have, like... But then my channel still aren't, isn't necessarily huge, so mm-hmm. I'm I'm very prepared for that to yeah. be the case. Like, at some point, I will start getting messages that are hateful mm-hmm. because that's... Cause some people are, and that's... Yeah, do you feel like it's going to affect your... Obviously, like, you don't know until it happens. Yeah. <laughs> but do you feel like it's going to affect your kind of insecurity or the way you put yourself out? I don't think so because, like, I think the best, the the most powerful thing to do when someone sort of insults you or or tries to hurt you is to just think, okay, like, why did you feel the need to say that? What what Mm. in your life is motivating you to insult someone you genuinely don't know? Just have a psychological argument with them. Genuinely, you just got to feel sorry for them. Yeah. 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 As soon as someone insults you, you're just like, you you are at a point in your life where you feel the need to bring someone else yeah. down. That can't be nice for you. Like, yeah. It's just remembering that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. how do you feel, like, I, I, I haven't seen, like, any comments on your uh, platforms, obviously, but uh, do would you feel more attacked if someone commented on your, like, appearance or performance or if they commented more on... Like the music itself, definitely the music, definitely, because that's that's the part that I'm trying to sell. Mm-hmm. Like how I look is irrelevant. That like that that is that is changeable because because how I appear in a video depends on what makeup I've put on, what clothes I'm wearing. Like that, mm-hmm. your appearance is kind of like a character that you put on, whereas your music is something that's very baby. personal yeah you spent time it's making your truth that. as well yeah. and then when someone just like disregards it in such a mm. way it's just like hurtful yeah. and disrespectful at the same time yeah you're the creative you're like a creative process is so much more personal than any appearance you could have mm-hmm. i think that is real role model uh, role model yeah. material there <laughs> <laughs> so i was also going to ask you like who are there any artists who inspire you or who inspired you to well want to go into the music industry well i think like when i started songwriting and and actually getting into music um a lot of it was kind of female singer songwriters mm-hmm. like strong musically like, really talented women. So, like, uh, Katie Tunstall is probably my biggest, like, influence. Like, her songwriting is just so good. And, like, she... Her whole... Like, ev- everyone would com- compliment and comment on her music and her songs, not her. Mm-hmm. And that was so important. And, like, so her... I listened to a lot of Adele at the time, so that was her, like, first album, 19, which... I still stand by as her best album. It's it is, so definitely. Uh, yeah, it just beautiful songs. And also Avril Lavigne, because I was at Edgy <laughs> But like, <laughs> But all of them, I think like the most important thing they all had in common was that their appearance and like sexuality was really like irrelevant. Hmm. Like Adele, I had no idea what she looked like mm-hmm. for 
Actually, I had no idea what any of these women looked like for a while until yeah, I actually that's looked true. at them. And that was so, like, empowering, was that it yeah. was nothing to do with their appearance. It was to do with the music they were making. Mm. But I think it's just, like, the problem now is that, you know, everyone is so exposed to things like social media yeah. and it's such a big part of celebrity culture. Mm-hmm. So if, like, I agree, like, when I was younger, I wouldn't really know necessarily what an artist looks like, whereas now it's like... You have no choice. Yeah, yeah. you mm-hmm. obviously know and you're Definitely. obviously going to, mm-hmm. like, look at them. Yeah, but I think now, instead of not knowing what they look like, I think now the artists that I really look up to are the artists that kind of look the most normal in their music videos and mm-hmm. things. So, like, what kind of... Contra- I, it's kind of a controversial opinion because, like, I know people like Beyonce and Ariana Grande and stuff, they do loads of stuff for empowering women. But, like, watching their music videos, I've never felt empowered by, okay. like... Yeah. Maybe, like, Beyonce Lemonade. Yeah, okay, that's, okay. that's so, Who yeah. doesn't feel empowered from Lemonade? <laughs> like, walking through with a baseball bat and a big old yellow dress, absolutely amazing. But, like, there's so many music videos from... Um, like female artists who like are seen as feminist role models that I don't feel empowered by because of how they're dressed and I think that's that is bad and I think Mm. that shouldn't be the case and they should be allowed to wear what they want and I fully endorse going out on stage in a bikini that's fine but I think when like the kind of reasoning they give behind why they dress sort of provocatively in videos is like because they can. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a choice. very there's a very fine line between like artists for female artists specifically who kind of commodify sex yeah. and they use it as a selling point. Mm-hmm. Like there's a fine line between whether that is like what such a great what area. is what is told what they're told to do to promote themselves and yeah. get like more views because yeah. sex sells or if it's an act of like sexual liberation. And I think that's a general kind of issue that arose in this whole like Britney Spears, yeah. Paris yeah. Hilton it's age. Such a gray area. But also I think like the most important point is that like it doesn't matter why you're doing it, but I think if all you do, if if every single one of your music videos you are dressed kind of quite provocatively, even if you're doing that because you can, still the like the message received by young girls is that this is all you can wear Mm -hmm. because then there's no range Mm -hmm. if if like they came out in in like clothes that like rappers for example like loads of male rappers will wear like super baggy clothes yeah have you do you remember the last time you saw a woman in a music video that that no aspect of their outfit was tight missy elliott yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, like yeah. early 2000s. Yeah, exactly. It's like that that range if they also came out in that, I would completely mm. be on board with them in that yeah, you are wearing that cuz you want to. Now, like when that's all there is, you're no longer creating the illusion of choice. You're creating the exact opposite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting view because I I've always considered like especially like appearance um, I try to see like the best in people, so I've always thought that like for appearance was a way to honor their self and themselves and their truths. Yeah. So, for example, I've always I've always respected a lot Lady Gaga as an artist and as a uh, and as a celebrity, uh, despite or maybe especially for the way she presents herself. Yeah. And I've always found it like even at the most like daring and. Um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I lost the words. Uh, anyway, most daring and provocative and con- controversial outfits, yeah. uh, where everyone was like, "Oh, but she's naked." I was like, "Yeah, but she's naked for a reason." Yeah. And like, I, I even remember, like, I went to one of her concerts where she literally changed on stage and she was naked on stage in front of like, um, in front of her audience, and yet it seemed so intimate and so purely made for her own will and for her own expression of her art, for her own purpose. Like, so many of her songs are very sexual, very strongly sexual, and yet they represent this freedom of sexuality. And mm. I've always liked this, the fact that she's unapologetically herself, which is something that I start, I'm starting to look in other people as well, not just celebrities, but, like, I don't know, I was talking to my best friend, and my best friend, she's a performance artist, and she does a lot of 
naked <laughs> art. And I've always found that like puzzling because I'm always like, oh my God, you're naked in front of a room, like in a room in front of so many people, or you're doing this work and which like, it was, I, it was always puzzling because despite liking art, I don't always understand it. But she was like, I think this is the way for me right now to even express my exhibitionism, even express my, uh, my ideas and my intentions. And I don't want to change it because other people, like the other people see it in, an, in a controversial way. They don't understand it. For me right now, this is me. And I don't want to com make a compromise in that. And to me, it was so groundbreaking as a, as a thing to acknowledge and learn because I was like, so you can be yourself fully. I'm not saying about the naked, but just yeah, like, yeah. don't make any compromises on the way you appear and the way you talk. And it's something I've always done, done in my life. Normally, they just like tone a bit down or look a certain way. Well, now I really admire people that don't, that don't give a shit. <laughs> or they like they do but they they act anyway against prejudice to be unapologetically themselves mm. and I think that's so remarkable and that's something um, that challenges challenges me every day to change a little bit to try a little bit more to dare to be more and do something different and I, I don't know where how, how to find the balance though. Yeah. But I really admire those people. Yeah. And not just like, for example, going back to the role model idea, I was thinking about uh, Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> I really love her. The thing is, like, of course, like everyone knows that Legally Blonde is like one of the feminist films. I like most people can watch it and say, yeah, but this is about like a blonde girl dressed in pink, rich and middle class. What what's what's the role model? Who's the role model yeah. here? And I think like we have to respect even people like like especially when we talk about female role models, we expect like the 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 strong independent lady. But yeah. sometimes like we have to respect women and make choices for themselves and they're not afraid to make them and to look a certain way and to be a certain type of person. And they just like they just want to be themselves. And that is a struggle in itself. Mm. Like put into context, that is a struggle in itself. Yeah. I think like knowing spotting when people are being authentic to themselves is actually like quite easy to do like I think mm. it it's very obvious when someone is yeah. doing it for themselves you can see you, like how comfortable and at ease with themselves yeah, you, you can completely see when someone is in their element and doing something that's true to themselves and when there are people who are doing things to please others I think mm. there's just there's a very like yeah, intuitive exactly. feeling you get from when people mm -hmm. are yeah, so I think we have to start kind of rounding off. But before we do that, um, so we're going to play uh, some songs yes. written by you. <laughs> um, so I just wanted to maybe like if you want to say a few words about those songs, because especially yeah. Freak, uh, which we're going to play, like I feel like that's definitely kind of, you know, all about these yeah, like stereotypes absolutely. and all about <laughs> empowerment. So yeah. do you want to give us like some context to maybe yeah. why you wrote it or like what's the story behind it? Um, well, Freak, I wrote last summer. Um, and like, honestly, it's like so, it's like my favorite song. Um, of mine, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite song is my song. No, like, um, it just means so much to me. Um, I think, like, in my life in general, I've always been a bit of an oddball. Like, um, especially growing up, I was very off the wall as a kid. <laughs> and, like, I think I've always got by in embracing being a bit of a weirdo. And, like, that's actually been kind of the the part of me that's given me confidence mm -hmm. it's like being happy standing out and um so this song was just trying to like encapture that and and give it to other people mm -hmm. to be like no re like weirding people out is brilliant like really just confuse them freak <laughs> them out it's great um so that's what this song is so aptly named freak <laughs> yeah so yeah it's just kind of a summing up of everything i feel about not even just being female, I think just being anyone in society and, and feeling the need to fit in, mm -hmm. that it actually, it's better to stand out. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. And uh, the second song we're going to play is Venus and Mars. Is there yeah. any 
context it, yeah, well, story it's, it's to a that. little story. Okay. Um, so, like, I actually wrote the chorus ages ago. Like, this is kind of like a breakup song. Uh, mm-hmm. But I wrote the chorus ages ago when I, like, didn't know what breaking up was. Like, yeah. I was tiny. And mm-hmm. um, But then recently my uh, friend came up to me after a break uh, breakup um, and was saying that, like, she really wanted a breakup song that wasn't, like, oh, screw you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like... Yeah, exactly. Because there's so many good empowerment song breakup, like empowering breakup songs, but it they're all kind of like, oh, screw you, rather than thank you next. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Rather than just being like, this just didn't work out, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I then like picked this chorus back up, and finally managed to write a verse for it, and it just kind of came together really naturally, like at the perfect Mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so good. Yeah. So what are what do you have like coming up? Uh, what are your plans, ambitions with oh. your <laughs> big questions? Uh, well, I've got like lots of gigs coming up this term and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I'm uh, actually... Where can we uh, where can we find you on social <laughs> oh, media to find out media. about that? Um, if you just Google Ellie Dixon, you, my website will come up with mm-hmm. everything on it. Um, but search Ellie Dixon into like YouTube, Twitter, everything, and I'll just come up. Okay. Um, and yeah, all my music's on Spotify and iTunes and Amazon Music and everything else. But uh, yes, the the plan is to gig as much as I can next year on a year out and kind of just see how much I can get into the industry, really. So that's kind of the plan and yeah, put myself out there. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, it's so you, inspiring as well. It's incredible that <laughs> yeah, you... Yeah, go from you manage, maths to music. Yeah, and then now you, you manage all of that so gracefully as well. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, so uh, thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. It was really great, and we hope to have more collaborations. Yeah, in <laughs> yeah. Uh, so for uh, more of our episodes, follow us on uh, Girl Talk Podcast on Instagram, spelled G-R-L Talk Podcast, and same on Facebook, uh, where you can find all of our links to our Mixcloud page. But um, hopefully we're also going to be on Spotify very soon. Recently, Ooh, can't wait for the upgrade. Recently <laughs> sent in our uh, submissions, and hopefully they're going to... Uh, just click okay (laughs) just let us be on spotify because i feel like yeah it's the the better platform Mm -hmm. so yeah and we'll see you in two weeks as always bye Bye. thank you When they get you low What happened to El Natural? We hurt ourselves to boost morale Oh, tell me where's the rationale In this collagen and waxing battery yeah. mm, Where's the rationale? So be a freak No, I don't mean cute freak You gotta dot the I's and cross the T's On everything that makes you unique It's not about looking pretty It's not about looking effortless yet gorgeous Put your hair wet to go where the brightest clothes and the sun will follow you home follow you home where did the safety go it's all stay indoors when the lights get low or watch yourself and watch your clothes who could be out there heaven knows and somehow in their line of thought it's the girls who should be taught the self-control and speed of thought to stay alert so they don't get caught So they don't get caught So be a freak No, I don't mean cute freak You gotta dot the I's and cross the T's On everything that makes you unique It's not about looking pretty It's not about looking effortless yet gorgeous Put your hair wherever it wants to go Where the brightest clothes and the sun will follow you home Just be a freak, just for the day You will have more fun anyway Just be a freak, just for the day You will have more fun anyway Just be a freak
just be a friend Just for the day You will have more fun, more fun So be a freak No, I don't mean cute freak You gotta dot the I's and cross the T's On everything that makes you unique It's not about looking pretty It's not about looking effortless yet gorgeous Put your hair wherever it wants to go Wear the brightest clothes and the sun So be a freak No, I don't mean cute freak You gotta dot the I's and cross the T's On everything that makes you unique It's not about looking pretty It's not about looking effortless yet gorgeous Put your hair wherever it wants to go Wear the brightest clothes and the sun will follow you home Such cute kids You are the match and she is the fire She's got the spark to light your desire With her you would have no flame And she'd be on her own again We don't care if you think that This little thing just won't work out Cause remember you need your fairy tale And we've got happiness for sale Close your eyes and count to ten Breathe in now, breathe out again It is all just clear as day to me in the stars, this thing was just not made to last. We're no match made in heaven. Time to put this in the past. We're not where we want to be, so what do we do now? You tell me, cause I'm no Venus, you're no Mars. And we're not written in the stars. Written in the stars, oh. Men are from this place, and women are from that, and don't try to argue. This is just facts, and what will you do if you are lonely? Just Selfies, you're one and only We don't care if you think that This little thing just won't work out Cause remember you need your fairy tale And we've got happiness for sale Close your eyes and count to ten Breathe in now, breathe out again It is all just clear as day to me We're not written in the stars This thing was just not made to last We're no match made in heaven Time to put this in the past We're not where we want to be So what do we do now, you tell me Cause I'm no Venus, you're no Mars And we're not written in the stars Men are from Mars and women are from Venus We got the facts, the truth hurts, you need us Men are from Mars and women are from Venus We got the facts, the truth hurts, you need us Men are from Mars and women are from Venus We got the facts, the truth hurts, you need us We got the facts, the truth hurts, you need us We're not written in the stars This thing was just not made to last We're no match made in heaven Time to put this in the past We're not where we want to be So what do we do now, you tell me Cause I'm no Venus and you're no Mars I'm no Venus Written in the stars This thing was just not made to last We're no match made in heaven Time to put this in the past We're not where we want to be So what do we do now, you tell me Cause I'm no Venus, you're no Mars And we're not written in the stars 